0: Welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am Spencer. I'm one of your hosts on this podcast that we do, and it's a great day in the neighborhood today. I'm joined by the other two members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today to ensure that you have your weekly dose of melanated joy. Amen. This is Brandon.
1: And as always, I'm Jordan.
0: Now, as I'm sure you know by the title, there is something that we are here to do. But before we get into that, we must do some housekeeping. Jordan, can you please tell the people where they can find us and where they can interact with us?
1: Yeah, of course, we are on Facebook. Uh, we are also on twitter and we're also on youtube and th- we are all at the league of melanated gentlemen podcast uh be sure you know hit us up on facebook join our facebook group you know join in the conversation um and then if you want to you can you know swing on over to youtube listen to the episodes be sure to you know subscribe you know like you know all the stuff that the youtube people say and then also don't forget to uh, review us on any of the streaming services that you use um that really helps us out a lot when you guys do that then also scheduling updates. So this Wednesday, as always, Brandon has his um, wrestling podcast, Wrestling with Ooh. Worldwide Willis. And yeah, Brandon's talking about, you know, the weekly matches, events, um, you know, all the spectacles that comes along with the world of wrestling. And, you know, he likes to give his top five. Um, and he also, you know, has his guests on there. And sometimes might, you know, do it by himself. He does a thing over there. So be sure and check that out on Wednesday. And then next week we have... DC animation with Spencer and friends. Episode
0: 14. Spencer, what movie should the people prepare for? Uh, It's a good one. Superman versus the elite.
1: Mm. Nice. And that's a good one because also James Gunn's universe uh seems to be focusing or one of the movies is slated deals with the elite. So, yeah, you can be sure to check that animated movie out. And then once the episode drops, you will be sure and check that one out um and that's it that's it that's all we got for this
0: okay all right so now as i'm sure you know we got something to talk about today and the movie we will be discussing reviewing and you know just giving our opinions on is blue beetle the newest or the most current dc hotness so before we do that we must first let you know that we're going to talk about things, Jordan, if you would be so kind as to run the spoiler warning for the people, listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning, not only for the piece of media or content that in the title of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us once again. If you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. And now with that out of the way, you know how this goes if you've been here before. But if you mm-hmm. haven't, if this is your first one, let me let you know what's gonna happen. I'm going to read a synopsis in my own words, and then we're just gonna talk about it. We kinda have a formula to how the episode lays out, but uh you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna see what happens. We need to uh
2: we need to cue that like
0: church organ music <laughs> when it <Spencer> does. <laughs>
2: <Yes>.
0: <laughs> oh god. If that's something y'all want, you know where you can let us know. <laughs> <laughs> you can let us know if you need... What what kind of uh, background I need for this? You can, yes. you can let us know that um, in any of the places Jordan talked about earlier. And so we open with Cord Industries, led by Victoria Cord, looking for The Scarab, which they are able to locate in the ice somewhere. Jaime Reyes is returning home after graduating college. After arriving, he learns that his family is dealing with some financial issues and they are going to lose their house. His sister gets him a job working with her at Victoria's mansion. Victoria and her niece Jenny get into a heated argument about the future of the company and Jaime steps in to defend Jenny, but ends up getting fired. Jenny feels bad and wants to see about getting him a job somewhere else in the company, so she tells him to meet her at HQ tomorrow morning. The next day, Jaime shows up and is sent to the waiting room. Jenny steals an employee's badge so that she can get into the lab to steal the scarab. The building goes into lockdown after it is discovered that the scarab is missing. While trying to escape, Jenny runs into Jaime and gives him the scarab to get out of the building. Jaime takes the scarab home and his family peer pressures him into investigating it. Once he touches it, it activates and violently fuses to him, giving him a suit of armor that then executes a series of functionality tests. Jenny is being chased by cord security when Jaime arrives right on time as a getaway driver. She explains that the scarab is a sentient alien tech item uh, that chooses its host. Jaime wants nothing to do with that, so they break into Cord Industries to steal an Apple Watch that belonged to her father. With that, they are able to find or with that, they feel like they will be able to find answers uh, regarding how to remove the scarab. They are able to get it, but they are attacked by Carbox, the prototype for the Omac and Victoria's right hand henchman. The Scarab takes control of the situation and wins round one. Jaime says, we're not killing anybody. So when Carpox gets up and starts round two, Jaime is about to get curb stomped. But luckily, Uncle comes in clutch and they are able to escape. They go to Jenny's childhood mansion where she uses the Apple Watch to open up the beetle cave, revealing that Ted was the original Blue Beetle. The Scarab didn't choose him, so he used technology to become the Blue Beetle. Victoria sends a tactical squad to Jaime's house, and so he flies to stop them from hurting his family. While attempting to escape, Jaime's father suffers a heart attack and dies. Jaime is then captured by Victoria and taken to their island fortress. Jaime is strapped into a machine and milked for the Scarab Code. That milk will be given to Carapax turning him into the ultimate Omak and giving her what she needs to make as many of them as she wants. Close to death, Jaime then takes a visit to the ancestral plane to see his father. His father tells him to become one with the scarab and embrace his destiny. Jaime and the scarab do a fusion ha, and now he becomes a they. Good news, the milking doesn't kill him. Bad news, the milking works, and Carpox is now a problem. While devastated at the loss of Jaime's father, uh, there's shit to do. So the Reyes family get into the beetle ship, and they go save Jaime. Jaime and Carpox have their CGI fight, and it's not looking good for Jaime. But then Jaime remembers that what Dom taught us, nothing is stronger than family. So Jaime is ready to kill Carbox. But then the Scarab says, no, we don't kill, and shows Jaime his troubled past. So Jaime decides to spare him, and in return, he detonates the suit himself, all the OMAC data, and Victoria in a giant blaze of glory. You know, like Vegeta did that one time. And so with that done, the family is now able to mourn Senor reyes jenny takes over the cord industries and promises to fix the reyes house the neighborhood gathers to support them jaime and jenny make out for a little bit and then he flies her back to her mansion credits in the mid-credit scene ted sends a transmission saying that he's alive more credits after the credits there's a random ass in movie cartoon that really doesn't mean anything. <laughs> good work, and good work. That's the movie. Yeah, good work. a lot of uh, a lot of anime references right there too. I like it. A lot of DBZ right there. And so, Jordan, let's start with you. Uh, scale of one to ten, out the door.
1: Yeah, out the door, man. Honestly, I was very surprised at how good this was. I'm gonna give it a. Um, I give it a eight. I will talk about it. We will. We will talk about it more, and we'll see if it goes up. I'm gonna give it an eight, though. I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, is this your first uh, DC movie? First DC movie you spent money on?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> now I fully <laughs> remember. Now, like I, I've gone. I can't. I can say it now. I've gone to a couple of DC movies in theaters now. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I give it an eight. Okay, Brandon, ranking. Uh,
2: Ranking. Uh I would give it a seven and a
0: half out of ten. Okay.
2: Really good, really good time. What about you?
0: Uh I'm thinking I'm thinking eight out the door. Okay. Gotcha. Now it is time for a teaching moment. Because I'm sure that most people are not very familiar with Blue Beetle. And so, if you could take it away, good sir.
2: Yes, sir. All right. So, quickly, I'm going to touch on... So, I'm sure some people were like, where the hell does Scarab come from? Right? Like, it's a Scarab, Scarab, Scarab. No one knows where it's from. All right. I'm going to quickly get an origin of that, then we'll dive into more of the uh, Blue Beetle's origin. So, the Scarab comes from a... Uh, basically, a being or a species called the Reach. Uh, if you're familiar, familiar with DC... You know, the Reach is kind of one of the biggest, uh, you know, enemies out there in space. Uh, so essentially the Reach, so the, the universe started with two species. You got the Reach, and then you had the Guardians. The Guardians are the ones who, you know, obviously protect. They're the ones who kind of created the Green Lanterns. They're the ones who uh, created the Green Lantern rings and all of those things, right? Um, so the Reach and the Guardians... Um, we the only two out there, right? Species out there. Now the Reach is out there. They're, they're just trying to uh, take over, right? They want to take over people's planets. They want to infiltrate. They want to do all these things. Obviously, Guardians are basically the police of space. So they were telling the Reach, like, hey, y'all got to relax. Like, we can't have y'all taking over planets that of innocent people. And so the Reach is like, all right, we come to an agreement. Cool. Well, then the Reach kind of went, took a scroll route and was like, all right, instead of blatantly, up on people and destroying their planets and taking it over, we're gonna infiltrate slowly but surely. So they send out these scarabs to thousands of planets and they send it out. Obviously the scarab finds a host you've seen in the movie. Uh it finds a host and it basically scouts the planet and then it say it sends back to the the hive or the the reach and basically says hey this is a serviceable planet. All right let's send the big guns let's take it over. Right. So that's kind of how it works, right? Just so happened that Kaji, the the scarab in this case, is kind of a good guy um, or, or a good version of the scarab. All right. So let's dig into Blue Beetle. So Blue Beetle, uh, this scarab, Kaji Da, which was kind of, I still don't know if that's a correct pronunciation. I know he said it in the movie, but I couldn't quite make it out. But basically, Kaji Da landed on Earth, right, in the Egyptian times. Um Dan Garrett was the first Blue Beetle. He founded, he was an archaeologist, founded in uh, Egypt. And you know, he was doing his thing as an archaeologist, found the scarab. It linked to them, uh linked to him, and he was the Blue Beetle for a long time. And then comics-wise, 19 in 1966, um, Tim Cord then uh was working with uh was working with Dan Garrett and he found out that Tim Cord his uncle basically tried to take over Dan Garrett's um and basically tried to use the scare for you know military reasons it's kind of the same thing in the movie and um Tim unfortunately Dan Garrett ended up dying in their battle over it and then so Tim Cord as you mentioned didn't have powers but really you know, looked up to Dan Garrett. So, obviously, the Scarab didn't fuse to him, didn't see him as a host. However, he basically took, was inspired by it, and created the bug, which is the ship you saw. Uh, Created all that tech, you know, as he kind of mentioned in the movie, which is really, I was really happy that they brought that up. But Tim Kord, he's kind of the classic Blue Beetle, right? He's the funny, he's the quippy one. He's the first one who got uh, a partnership with uh, Booster Gold, right? Um, That classic team, that's usually associated with uh, Tim Cord, or, or Ted Cord, sorry. And then in 2006, Jaime shows up. Jaime then um, it's kind of confusing in the comics, but essentially Jaime is, the, is around the Cord Industries, kind of works for uh, uh, Ted Cord and eventually takes over in the New 52, old before New 52, Ted Cord ends up dying. Jaime takes it over Uh, On the new 52, they brought Cord back. But essentially, Jaime takes it over in 2006. And yeah, he basically takes it over and he's been going from from there on. Right. Um, So the Blue Beetle is definitely one of those classic DC legacy, you know, mantle type of superheroes where, you know, it's passed along and along. But however, I will say, as you know, I'm not a mantle person. I'm not a legacy guy. However, I do enjoy the Blue Beetle story just because it's kind of different. Cord, you know, Ted Cord didn't have the powers. He kind of went at it a different approach, whereas Jaime has, you know, obviously fused and using has all the capabilities. So, but yeah, that is Blue Beetle. Just a
0: short, you know,
2: um, summary of all his abilities.
0: And for you, this has been a teaching moment. Now, um, Blue Beetle in general, there are a few things that I just want to point out to the people, uh, for anybody who may have familiarity in other places. So, if you saw, you may have seen a lot of Spider Man similarities here. True. Sure. Firstly, uh, with Spider Man himself, we have a young man who accidentally finds himself with powers that are bug related even though spiders and scarabs aren't necessarily bugs but whatever um you know people call all of them bugs so we have you know a young man who you know is a teenager or a young adult and who finds himself with these powers who has a very strong no killing um ideology um who you know, we watch get in a situation where his family has some some death in it, which is another mm-hmm. Spider-Man trope. Uh, you know, every hero has got to have a family member die. Right. Um, Fact, and facts. and then we see that uh, he's he's ready to put somebody down by mm-hmm. the end of the movie. He's like, oh, no, all that. No. Kill, fuck that. Right. We here now. You you got me here now. <laughs> um, And then we also see similarities to Venom. Because as we know, Venom is a symbiote. Venom finds a host, bonds with that host, and they become one. And the better the connection and the symbiosis is between the two uh. You know, if they actually build that relationship and actually bond well, then the more powerful and more capable the user is. And so we see that happen. We see that they actually bond and become one, and then they, you know, are able to get a lot more done than before whenever they were definitely two separate entities. And they were almost working against each other, but they weren't working in the same direction, rather. right. And so... We can see where a lot of the inspiration for Blue Beetle, for this iteration of Blue Beetle, was pulled. Um, I'd say that this Blue Beetle was somewhat in response to Spider-Man, just because Spider-Man is arguably Marvel's most recognizable and popular and marketable character. And so, you know, Blue Beetle is very good for toys. Um, Mm -hmm. Blue Beetle is very recognizable uh, Blue Beetle checks an ethnicity box. Mm, um, yeah, you know, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's uh got a lot going on, and Blue Beetle can do a lot of things. Um, we see that there's just a tiny bit of Iron Man sprinkled in there, in that Blue Beetle can, you know, has a suit that he can manipulate into different weapons, and he basically runs like Iron Man does, in that he flies. He is covered in a suit that kind of just forms around him when needed. Uh, he can turn his body parts into different things. Um, he has a unibeam that he can shoot out of his chest and I, all that.
1: I, so, I thought so because you're talking about Spider Man, like I thought, um, he was gonna be younger than what mm-hmm. he was.
0: And a like, lot of times from, he is in high school, I thought school. he was oh, okay. So, yeah, you know, we they we do what we want, but yeah, yeah I, I they think they changed that... a lot. Yeah, I think that they made him older so that they could make the erection jokes. <laughs> That's the reason. That that, that <laughs> yeah.
1: was crazy when I saw that. I was yeah. not expecting them to do that. That's I funny. was. It's, it's James so,
0: Gunn. So,
1: so wait, did we not? Was there not a teaching moment for the villain? Like I, I like I legit don't know who the villain was. Uh, are no, you talking no.
0: about Victoria? Or are you talking well, about uh, the? the dude, uh, yeah, Fox. I didn't know the dude's name. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know
1: what they were saying the whole entire time.
0: I think he's just kind of a insert villain yeah, he's here. A
1: mercenary, yeah.
0: Like hes, oh, he's, he's not very an actual much
1: DC character.
0: I mean, I don't
2: think so. I don't think he's like a. I, I'm sure he is, but he's like one of those like, you know, F tier. Like he's just working for somebody. Yeah, like he's uh, uh
0: he he's just here so that you know we have a villain. But Dude. and oh, I gotcha. I would venture to guess that um, the comic book version of him might be very different
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: because I would assume the comic book version of him isn't just a hench person for the cord folk. I don't Dude. know how comic book accurate the cord situation is because yeah usually it's
2: pretty it's
0: pretty on point but it's
2: I mean it's that right pulls
0: though. straight from Tony Stark's situation like we have a company right. creating weapons and you know using a lot of military leverage to do things and yeah
2: you know usually Bluebeard goes up against the high like usually goes up against the reach usually like he's going up against the evil version you know obviously they come down and you know what I'm saying because we uh, we
0: we we don't necessarily need to talk about it yet, but like Black Beetle, yeah, is a fucking problem, right? No,
1: no, no, no. So wait, when when did Blue Beetle come out as a character? Like when was he uh,
2: created? I want to say 66. he He's been around since I know the sixties. I want to say sixty six,
0: but um, but yeah, he's been around a long time. So the, the okay. original Blue Beetle, uh, Jaime, as we know him, I want to say is mid two thousands. Yeah, 76 is when he became uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, like Ted is the Blue Beetle. Yeah, Ted's been around forever. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what, like, when you most, well, I ain't going to say now.
2: Now, since it's been a while, you, you know, you visualize like the full Blue Beetle with the full, you know, he's merged with the with the Scare, whereas before it was like, you thought of Blue Beetle as uh, Ted, where it was like,
3: you a know, it was just a suit.
2: Suit. yeah, a ragtag suit, you know what I mean? Um and I I kind of I don't want to say I prefer Ted. Uh reading the comics. Uh Jaime, I really like Jaime, but Ted's more like comedic, flippy, you know, things of that nature. I'm sure they're gonna they might change that for the movies, but um just the you know the funny looking suits, the funny looking um, you know, the bug literally having a yeah. bugs, you know what I mean. Um
0: and it feels like yeah. and I, you know, don't know who came out first but it feels like Ted is more aligned with Iron Man as far as like how they mm. uh, like do stuff and what their traits are yeah i can see but, that yeah um anyway blue beetle uh i mean clearly has a lot of inspiration from a lot of different places um i will say Jaime is my Blue Beetle, just because mm-hmm. as soon as they made him, they started putting him in everything. They did. so. Um, you know, two of my main shows at that time were Batman the Brave and the Bold and Young Justice, and Jaime is Blue Beetle in both of those, right? And uh, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I would recommend Young Justice, I've recommended it before, but uh, if you want to see Black Beetle. Yeah, watch Young Justice because Black Beetle is a menace. Yeah, and they do a good job of like emphasizing how
2: big they're like the reach and all that. Like they do a really good job of all that stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Like you understand how big of a problem the reach is when you watch right. Young Justice. Like they are like the high, the one of the highest levels of problem you can have.
1: Right. Um so, you got a question go I got. One too. I got well, how did y'all feel about the suit? And just the uh, visuals in general.
2: I liked it.
0: I liked, I a liked it a lot. I liked it. it was yeah. practical. One of the things that I thought was funny was, you know how in a lot of things lately, the CGI fight at the end is like not great? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they threw some budget into this one because it looked really good in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. The thing that yeah. looked terrible was the flamingos in front of the mansion and i almost feel like that was on purpose <laughs> i must not catch that I, mean, I, remember the, I, I remember the flamingos but i don't think they look bad they looked bad they they were like ps3 graphics <laughs> oh, uh, compared to not ps2 graphics but they were ps3 graphics compared to the rest of the movie like you could tell they were very clearly cgi and yeah I almost feel like they put that in there on purpose because there is um a DC animated short, or it's in one of the showcases, uh, and it's Blue Beetle. And it's funny because it's like it's it's almost a parody uh short, but they put animation mistakes in it on purpose. Hmm. And I feel like I don't know if this was that, but this felt like that. Like it felt like this was just whatever. Like right. they they made them they made them bad on purpose, and I wouldn't be surprised because as good as the CGI was for everything else, um, it would not surprise me if they were just you know being funny with those flamingos. Because why are they there? Right. I mean,
2: and we can we'll start kind of talk about overall what we liked about everything. But I did wonder they did change the. Palmer City, whatever, whatever the city they called oh, it.
0: Yeah, Palomar City.
2: Palomar, yeah, that's like straight made up. Like he's from El Paso. Wait, where's he from? Yes.
1: Oh, he's from El yeah, Paso.
2: Yeah, he's from El Paso in the comics, and so, and I mean, it looked Miami, like it didn't look like
1: Texas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I was like, he looked like he was like in some futuristic like city for there for a while. Yeah, and they it did
0: definitely just, uh, and, yeah, and they referenced Cuba, so they that's, did. I'm that's the why keys. I thought it looked Miami. Yeah, they kept yeah. talking about the keys. And so, yeah, like it, I think it, they just moved it to Florida I agree. Yeah. so that they were able to use Cuba as like a point of reference for right. stuff they needed to do. That way it wasn't like very far away.
2: Right. It definitely made sense. Definitely. When I saw Palmer, I was like, oh, okay, y'all going like South America, very like, you know, Florida is, I see what you're saying, but I was like, yeah, that's, that's totally different, but that's fine. Um, so what was y'all's, like, overall, like, positives from the movie? Like, what did y'all enjoy the most with characters, blah, 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 you know?
1: Jordan? You want to go first, Spencer?
0: No, you got it. I'm going to let you go. All
1: right. Uh, uh, I mean, positives for me. I really I really enjoyed the movie. Like, um, I was very surprised that Because, I mean, like, for me, like, anytime I watch these DC movies, especially if it's, like, a character I don't know, like, I'm almost coming in and as a casual person. Versus, like, when we watch like a Marvel movie, I'm more of a, like, a fanatic. Uh, but I really enjoyed the family. Like, the family was great to me. Like, yeah. they, they were really great characters. I will say, like, I got a little bothered with the grandma, but as I, I knew it's like, you, it's a superhero I knew movie. It. I knew it's a superhero it, movie, and I I, I just got to accept some stuff. But yeah, I really enjoyed the family. I really enjoyed the shoot. Uh, I liked Jaime as a character. I think the lady kept calling him Jamie, because of the course, girls. when I seen his name, I read it as Jamie as well. Yeah. That was but so
0: unfortunate.
1: That, that was really good. Um, they did a lot of that.
0: There was a lot of white people are racist. Um, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things that they did was Sanchez. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Because what made it even funnier to me was she kept calling him Sanchez, and that obviously wasn't his name. But then later she said, we can just get another Sanchez. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh, that's just her name for the help. That's just what she <laughs> yeah. calls all of
2: it. Right. Yeah. I was like,
0: that's so racist. It is. Yeah. yeah. The lady calling him Jamie, which was weird because she he said, My name is Jaime, but like she wasn't like reading his name. If right. her if the name was in front of her, then I could see her doing that. But the fact that he said my name is Jaime and she kept calling him Jamie, I was like, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's she's and, just a terrible person.
1: I would say. in uh, Gabriel Iglesias had me cracking up too. Not Gabriel, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Say, wow, uh, wow. No, George wow. Lopez. No, sorry. Oh, <laughs> just talked about uh, George Lopez. <laughs> I know he he had me cracking up in the movie, and it's it's kind of crazy seeing him getting older. But yeah. like I still see him, you know, jumping on a trampoline for the intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: that is absolutely. I see George in my head. Yeah, George Lopez. Is doing the splits in jeans right, right. at at 2. 33 a.m. <laughs> exactly. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I had a lot of positives uh, for the movie, though. What about y'all?
0: Oh, I agree. I love the family. Yeah, uh the I family was you. great. I will. Grandmas are all. Grandma's always a G. Like mm-hmm. I think that's a that's that's like a, a trope. Yeah, it's a trope that they're uh leaning into in a lot of things like grandma's always a g because no one in real life she probably got took out like in it, that uh in that cave yeah like it feels like and and they leaned into it a little bit cuz usually i mean grandma was still mysterious and we don't know her past and all that but a lot of times like they don't actually really talk about it grandma's just like just a really cool older lady yeah yeah But in this, grandma was a revolutionary. Exactly. That's what I like. That's why I was like, oh, I'm down for this. And like, grandma got a past. Yeah. And uh, I I hope that we get, you know, just a couple flashbacks here and there. I like how much Spanish there was in the movie. Mm -hmm. I like including all of the music. Like, most of the music was in Spanish.
1: Yeah, I, f- I felt the same way. I was like, this is what it probably feels like when they play like hip hop or like rap music and like they start speaking like a like black culture, like how we would talk to each other. I said, like, this is what this must feel like for Hispanic people to like just hear the music in the background, understand. Cause like a lot of times they didn't even show the subtitles like what they were saying. Yeah. So they were able to pick up on that. Like I thought that was
0: pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I like that. Um, Yeah. The family, and this is usually the case. Like, a lot of times, the family is the best part right. of these types of movies, right. and this this movie didn't disappoint. Like the family was great. I, I guess, in my old age, I'm starting to get emotional because um oh I was going when, to, I was going to talk about that too. Yeah, when the dad died, I didn't think he was going to get me, but it. I start. Am I? Do I feel? Yeah. This?
1: I, I was going to bring that up later, but I mean, since we are, I definitely
0: got to eyed twice.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I was like, I, ooh, it, it wasn't supposed to hit me like the way it did. And, right. Because, you know, I knew that somebody was going to die because this is a superhero movie and, right. and it's an origin story movie. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the boxes you got to check is, right. you know, somebody, because I thought it was going to be Grandma, but. Uh, I I feel like it wasn't going to be George, but right. I knew somebody was going to die. And uh, when it happened, yeah, I was like, oh, I I feel
1: this because well, of that scene. They're just dragging him away, and he, like he couldn't do anything about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the the, the all of it. I was, uh, and then when Grandma came over there and was like, "That we got shit to do." Right, I know that you want to cry right now. Now it's not that we can't. Yeah, there is that was shit really to good. Be, there will be a time to cry. Yeah. But it's it's not now. Now is the time to be brave, and now is the time to go be about action. Exactly. Right. exactly. And uh, um, the the fact that they were able to get that moment later was also right. really important.
2: Yeah, that, that pay that payoff was dope. Um what was
0: a
1: positive feedback.
2: For me, man, like I think it's rare, especially nowadays, but it's like rare for a superhero movie to get better as it goes like third, like first act, second act, third act gets, you know, it gets better. And cause it started a little slow, but like after every scene, it just got better and better. And like, it's just rare, you know, it's rare to see nowadays. And um, yeah, man, the, just the family dynamic, the sister, the mom, the the grandma, they was all dope. You know, uh, like you said, I, I like that they gave her a little, a little background again, like, the connection to cuba and connection to you know she was the die, die imperialist and all this stuff that was hilarious um i love the bug like to stay true to the bug like they didn't try to you know teenage mutant Ninja turtles michael bay to like just give him a whole new souped up look like they stayed comic
0: book accurate that was he, dope he looked very good yeah he did he did like I did my best to avoid trailers and right. while I never watched a full trailer, I saw a glimpse, like a trailer would start and I'd be like, oh shit. And then I'd like go do something else. But he looked really good. Outstanding. And it was mostly,
2: I mean, a lot of it was practical and then they added CGI when he like did an effect or weapons, whatever. Yeah. Whenever transform
0: know. and shit. Exactly. Got, like, I, I think they had him in that suit. Exactly. And exactly. That's
2: like why it looked so good. That's why it was just really cool to look at Um and just, man, like the dad, the dad part got me, bro. It was m- more personal for me because like, all right, like so. since I was seven, we've lived in my mom and myself, we lived in a house, still living to it. My mom still stays there to this day. Our next door neighbors was there the same amount of time, still live there to this day. Their dad, old Mexican man, cool as hell, just a man, like a man's man, just cool as hell. Cut his grass twice a week, <laughs> like just cool as hell. Like play with to be
0: perfect, perfect,
2: spotless, bro. Got waves was, in it. Yeah, he was just cool as hell, bro. And he reminded me of that. And he passed away, and we was all like hella sad. And so when I saw that that dude, and he was just a good dad, a good dude, working like a working's man, I was just like, bro, that hit me. And, and then it, it, like, George Lopez yeah.
0: added to it by saying, like, he brought me here when I was 10. He worked sixteen yeah. hours a day to keep me yeah. right. Like, the, right. they like they built him up and then they killed him. Exactly, bro.
2: And like when they sat out in the yard, when it was uh, Jaime and his dad just sitting on the yard, just like talking. And he was just like, no, nah, like, you didn't fail me. Like, you're, you're good. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, bro, y'all
1: got me. He's like, this is he's like, uh, this is the moment like I'm here for. Exactly. Yeah, like, this, like, I, like, I was meant
0: to be here for you. Yeah, this yeah. is on purpose. Exactly, bro. Damn, yeah, I like, was just like, God damn it. Y'all different bar right. bars right there. Yeah, them bars. Right there.
2: I was like, you didn't have to do that to me. But uh but yeah, George Lopez, amazing. Uh, amazing, bro. he he put he took the movie to another level. I thought he did okay. a really good job of showing like <clears throat> okay, this dude's smart. This dude he is a conspiracy theorist, but we all got them people. Like I got an uncle oh, yeah. who's freaking everybody weirdo. got an uncle. Yeah, everybody got a weird uncle that's like when you need him. <laughs> the nigga can fix anything, you know. What I'm saying like,
0: yeah, like he's uh like when whenever you need something done, yeah, like, can do it. Exactly. You may, you not, wanna, you may not. I need didn't to talk to him about stuff, but yeah.
1: So like like Spencer, I didn't re- I didn't watch a lot of trailers either. Um, I didn't realize he was going to be in it as much as he was. Like I thought mm-hmm. he was just like a celebrity that was just going to be there just for a little bit. Like he he was actually in it. Like he actually was doing stuff. Like, he was,
2: that's an... he was
0: he was going to be the man in the chair.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's another main positive. I feel like they leaned into the family thing more than most people. Most people, by the third act, the family is like, hey, you got to go do this thing. And then he goes by himself and goes do it, does it. Or in this one, it was like, "Nah, the family is we ride or die. You killed yeah, one of ours. Means. We pulling up on you. Everybody in the family is pulling up on you. It's just like. I I just love that they fully leaned into it, the whole thing. And like you said, like George was there the whole time. You know what I mean? Most of the family was there the whole time. Because Moms was
0: like, go beat their ass. Exactly. Like, pull up. You going back in there. And yeah, the family. And that's one of the things that I was going to mention about this movie. I know that the way it was set up, there was not really a choice. But we are used to seeing a person have to keep a secret identity and not tell his family. Mm. In this situation, they turned that around and the family's fully aware. The fully family knows, knows neighborhood. Exactly the what's neighborhood going is on. too. Yeah. yeah. And basically. Yeah, like everybody knows. And one of the yeah. things that was funny was whenever, because this was so realistic to me, whenever the mom was like, You're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> messing I'm 22. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, yeah. Like, and, and I was like, Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. She would have been like, No, we're you're, you're not leaving. Yeah. We gotta got figure some shit out before you go anywhere. Yeah, right. and yeah, that was that was funny to me. But was really it was also funny. very accurate.
2: And but but no, you're right though. Like him transforming in front of his family relieved all that whole like annoying ass you gotta keep a secret. And you know, it just you
0: know, we were over that immediately. And I like that because I will say I feel like in a lot of cultures, like you're not if you were really a superhero, your family's gonna—oh,
2: your family on your head, yeah. Like, like
0: you're
1: d- not like, dude, well, why is Jordan always missing at yo, a you're not random times? From- exactly. They get like,
2: Man, you got glasses on. That's like, I know what you look like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What you mean? like sound just sound like, just like me and everything? Yeah. Like, especially parents, like parents know their children. Thanks, and so like if. Uh, like, if my mom, if I was a superhero and my mom saw me saving the world, she would know it's me. Oh, yeah. Like, it, oh. it doesn't matter. Like, she, she would know.
2: Yeah, moms can clock that stuff easy, bro. You get a little bruise on your arm. She's like, mm, where'd you get that from? Yeah. You're like, eh, you know. She'd be like, oh, you lying. Uh, okay. You learn. Okay. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> mean? So, but no, like, positive, man. This movie just, it, I, I knew, I knew. The reason I, I felt so confident, confident about this movie was James Gunn didn't say anything about it. He was like, I kind of left that alone. It was already done before I even signed up for this. He was like, I'm leaving it alone, right? And to me, that meant James Gunn ain't going to be like, all right, we're about to put out this trash movie, but you know, I'm not going to touch it. I think he knew, like, okay, we got something. And unfortunately, it's not doing great at the box office. However... I do think word of mouth is going to get it to where it needs to be. Like, I think the people like us, the people who saw it and have enjoyed it, are going to be like, "Nah, bro, like, that was good. Like, go check it out. You know what
0: I'm saying? Whereas with The Flash, it was like, ah, nah, bro, don't even
2: even waste your time. You know
0: what I mean? Or some of these other movies. And I think that's the issue. I think that there are a lot of people who didn't see it because of DC's track record. And- there because what was the last good thing DC films put out? Bro, they nigga they did the Flash, Black
2: Adam, Shazam 2. Like, that is bad.
0: And then Wonder Woman was before that, right? Wonder Woman eight 4 1984. Um,
2: 1984. I'm trying and to think of the last suicide one.
0: Suicide Squad?
1: Suicide
2: Squad. Suicide Squad. That was the, the break in between. It was like, oh, because it's good. But we know that was James Gunn, so that really don't count.
0: Yeah, and that's um, the, like James Gunn, James Gunn being involved makes me feel a lot better about it. Because James Gunn has yet to really let me down. as far as superhero movies go like i trust james gunn and brandon you have mentioned this when james gunn is particularly excellent is whenever he takes a character that nobody's heard of or Mm -hmm. that has not the largest following that a lot of people just aren't super familiar with and he's able to just go in the way that he wants to and he did make some changes blue beetle is Gaining popularity, but I would not mm. call Blue Beetle popular. Like right. as far as the popularity tiers, he's probably C, maybe D.
2: Yeah, I agree. He's but, he's he got to scan his car
0: when he walks into the Justice League, and the security guard ain't like, oh yeah,
2: Blue Beetle, how's it going? Like no, yeah, you know I'm like, the the
0: the security guard. It depends on who's on shift that day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's not he's not big name. Like nah. they know him. Maybe in Florida, but not exactly across the U.S. Like he's not—he hadn't even made like Southeast.
1: Yeah,
2: he's um, like a level above Booster Gold, but you know what I mean. Um,
1: were there were there but, any moments in the movie that kind of took you out? Because I have one particular for me. I feel like it was for me the scene where uh, you know Uncle Rudy popped up in you know Blue Beetle's cave, and then automatically start messing with the computer, and he was able to get in there. I was like, "Wait a minute! How was he able to access all that information that fast?" Um, well, I figured didn't... it'd be like some encryption stuff. Like, I'm trying to think how yeah. fast because there was a
2: break in between. Right? He got in, started messing with it. Them two went off to the other room,
0: but then he said it was going to gonna be a minute before he. Yeah, they're about to out. kiss. Then he comes in and interrupts them. But so, one I of mean, the things he... that they one of the things they point out is that he's very he's skilled. good with technology. He yeah. So, so I yeah. That didn't bother me. The thing that took me out was the fucking flamingos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. You want these flamingos? I know. Yeah, I to them from
1: flamingos like just, fly away, but I didn't think
0: nothing I about it. I just didn't like them. They were just really bad. But <laughs> I think like, they God, were bad on it, purpose. Damn it, these flamingos. Damn it. I'm done. And they only showed them twice. <laughs> That's but funny. It was enough for me to... Those flamingos look terrible <laughs> compared <laughs> to what else we got. But, um there were a few things that I noticed that I just want to point out. Mm. So, uh, did y'all notice, do y'all know where he went to college?
1: Yeah, Gotham. Uh, Gotham something?
0: Yeah, he was wearing a, a hoodie that said Gotham Law on it. Yeah, Gotham oh, no, Law, I didn't, sure you didn't
1: notice that. Yeah, I noticed no.
0: that. Yeah, I like that. That's I like, I like that they're, too. They're bringing that back. Um, you all have seen The Mummy. And you know how the scarabs in that movie worked? Oh, I sort of remember. I've not seen one. Is time. that the one where they put it in his hand? So in, in like I mean just in the mummy like the scarabs would crawl under your skin. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah, say under your yeah. skin and then yeah. you know, like they'd go up to your brain and like, you know, fuck you up. But um whenever the scarab was fusing to him, yeah, that happened like we saw it in his hand and then we saw it like go up into his back. Yeah, with his, uh, hoodie, and, and and his butt. Yeah, he his ass. Which, I mean, I understand why you think that. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro. Too. They they saw mm-hmm. it go behind them, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they only s-
2: so many entry points. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So yeah, I I like that. I like that specifically because the mummy, like they were scarabs in the mummy, yeah. and. I don't know if it was on purpose, but to me, it took me back to how the scarabs in The Mummy moved, because it reminded me of that whenever I saw it. And because they were specifically scarabs, I really liked that. Um, One thing that uh, a friend of mine brought up while we were watching the movie. So you know how Jenny stole dude's key card and then got in there and stole a scarab, right? Yeah. Yeah. How did he get back in there? Because she had his key card. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. Yeah, when she said <laughs> it to funny. me, I was like, you know, how does he get back in there? That's a good and point. I, yeah, I that, that, that's a very good point. I immediately wrote that down. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I, I love that Big Belly Burger was in there. That is a DC staple.
1: Oh yeah. What, okay. What is that? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the reference. I was just a knockoff burger place.
0: Well, it's just their burger place. So like yeah. most most DC stuff you see, they will reference Big Belly Burger. Like that's just mm-hmm. their McDonald's or whatever. Okay. So yeah, like you'll see it sprinkled into all kinds of DC stuff, movies, TV shows, uh, yeah. just all that.
1: Oh, that's what I was gonna say. What I really appreciate nowadays is that we're getting comic accurate characters as far as like costume looks. Because I just looked up uh, the, the car pack dude, and like he looks just like his comic book counterpart. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like early 2000s, we wasn't getting stuff oh, like, yeah. that. like they were just making up their own suits. And everything. Yeah. Right now, like every new project we're getting is like they're bringing the, the comic book accurate look to them, which I really I really appreciate. Like you guys talking about the Blue Beetle suit. I really liked it.
0: And I don't know if that is, um, I don't know if that's a budget thing, or if it's because CGI is a lot more readily available, or if they are just understanding that that's what we want. I think uh, that's what because it is. I think what that's what it said. yeah, because okay. I I will say I feel like that's one of the things that millennials look for in their comic book movies is comic book accuracy. I agree because I feel like before. They were like, "You should be lucky you're getting a movie." Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, but now it's like, no, we got standards, and uh, yeah. there's there's some shit you need to get right.
2: Yeah, the last the last generation was like, "Ooh, I'm getting Wolverine." Ooh, okay. Where us, yeah. we're like, "Hold on, bro." Like, homie ain't got even the
0: yellow on his suit at all. Yeah, but like, like, yeah.
1: If you don't give it to us, like, give it to us. And look,
0: X Men specifically, yeah, like X Men, they did whatever the fuck they wanted with a lot of characters yeah. because yeah, just give him a black suit? Yeah, like all the X-Men just had regular ass black suits. Charles was pretty comic book accurate. Magneto, right. eh, not terrible, but not great. Mystique looked great. Like yeah, she M- did. Mystique Girl, and I mean, Brother, I mean
1: like you ain't got no choice. You ain't got no choice but the if you yes. if they was like making her gray or red or something like yo,
0: like what? Like, bro The only thing that I didn't necessarily care for was the fact that her hair was slicked back. Um I feel like her hair could have done other things, but I think that that just made it easy. Um, but yeah, yeah like uh, Mystique and Nightcrawler looked great, but everybody really else did. was just eh. But sidebar. Anyway, yes, I think that uh, as comic book fans, we expect more and they're going to have to do it because they know that we will light their ass up. Yeah. Um, One of the core themes... In this movie was family, right? Um, I think that that was very specifically in line with the other theme, money can't buy happiness. Mm. Like, I, th- I think they were leaning into that very heavily because one of the things that we see is that Jenny had a troubled childhood because her family basically wasn't there. right? But, you know, Jaime is seeing it as, you know, you probably had the perfect life because you had all this money, which means you never had to worry about anything. Everything was given to you. You never had problems. And she was like, no, uh, there's love in your house. And that is something that I never had. And I like the idea of money can't buy happiness, but um, money can solve a lot of problems. And the only people who say money can't buy happiness are people with money. Rich rich, rich people. Because uh, all the people who don't have money, like, they'd be happy if uh, they could fix some stuff. You know, do some things. So, I understand the concept... I see what they were trying to do. It was very heavy-handed. Um, as was the capitalism and white people are terrible, that was also very heavy-handed. Um, but it wasn't necessarily a problem for me. Yeah, I agree. Because I feel like the heavy-handedness made sense, and what we saw is a lot is something that a lot of people do experience. So for example his name being Jaime and him being called Jamie more than once. Yeah. And him saying up uh, my name is my name is Jaime. Right. Like he he like that's I'm sure that that is standard. Oh uh, yeah. And and not only for uh Mexicans or people who speak Spanish but that is that is standard uh in a lot of circles.
2: Yeah. I wonder um so I wonder, uh, low-key wonder, Um, so remember that, like, end-to-end credit scene with the cartoon, with the old cartoon? I didn't, I, saw, I
1: didn't even see it, yeah.
2: I wonder if that was, like, an old, like, you know, Mexican, Hispanic, you know, TV show back then. It looked like something maybe back in the day that, that used to come on, and, like, people from, you know, Latin America or whatever would be able to, like, recognize it and be like, oh, snap. You know what I mean? Because um, to put that in, it had to be a reference to something.
0: Well, um, I know that we saw that earlier in the movie. Yeah, we did. But I assumed that it was. I assumed that it existed only in that world. So, if it didn't, if that is something that exists in real life, please let us know.
2: Yeah, please. I, it felt like it was something like that because he even made it sound like he recognized it, Uncle Rudy. But um, how'd y'all feel about like the aftercraft? Oh, scene? I've
1: seen this character before. Oh, yes. Yeah? yeah. So um, I I just found the. Um... I just found the end credit scene on there, and uh, yeah, I don't know where I've seen him at though. I think mm. this is a real life. I think this is a real world like thing in our real world. I don't know yeah, where I've seen so. My bad.
2: No, no, I think so too. Um, but how'd y'all think about the after credit scene with the Ted
1: Cord? Um, it, re- it reminded response. me of uh, Guardians. It reminded of Guardians of the Galaxy when uh, 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 what's a Wasp the mom name? Uh, Janet Van Dyne Janet, yeah so when Janet was like uh, they found out that she was alive that's what that reminded me of Um hmm.
0: but
1: other than that I was like oh okay he's lost I guess we're gonna next movie I guess we're gonna go find him in the quantum I, Verse.
0: I wasn't surprised because they kept saying he disappeared not that he died right. yeah. yeah, and so I was pretty sure Ted was alive um, and whenever I heard there was an end credit scene I was like it's probably gonna be Ted like, and that, that was, one suit was missing, gone. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, uh, "That was oh, them. is that what that meant?" I didn't. Yeah, that was that. them saying he was wearing it whenever yeah. he disappeared. And so, oh, yeah, I, okay. I was, I was absolutely under the impression that Ted was alive. Yeah, and th- th- like there was no part of me that thought, "Oh, Ted is just dead." Like, no, nah, we, we gonna see Ted.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that because I, I haven't read like I've read a bunch of like Blue Beetle comics and I've like. And it's been had Ted by himself with um, Booster Gold and doing all this other stuff. And this other one I'm reading with Jaime graduation day is really good. Um, but I haven't seen them like together. So that'll be that'll be interesting.
0: Same. Um, I've uh, I've seen stuff with each of them, but I have not right. seen Ted and Jaime together. Right. I've so that be um,
1: So I looked it up real quick. The in credits scene that we we're talking about is from a show from the seventies called El Chaplain, Colorado. I probably said it wrong. With a Hispanic guy, it looks. It's a show from the seventies.
2: Okay, yeah, it looked around that period because I'm like, eh, this has to be a callback to something real life that maybe you know older people may have watched on what was that channel yeah. back in the day? It was like twenty. Was it, 27? Oh, it, was it twenty seven?
1: the uh, uh it, it was different. It, it was Mundo. different. Yeah, El Mundo. Yeah, it was different for us. Yeah. Um, but also, that was also a nice reference, I guess. It, we didn't understand the reference, but I'm sure uh, that's what uh, I like. The yeah. Culture got the reference. Well, I'm talking about What's even that? even the one to the show that they kept saying, like, oh, he's the he's the white woman saving the the man or something like that. We, yeah, that I'm talking show. About. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the people got that one. Whoever seen that show. Yeah. I like that yeah, Um but yeah. The oh, wait. Ha- 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 uh when he was in the blue beetle suit, he used a command mail wave on him. Oh like, yeah, uh,
0: I feel it's like it was a lot of. Like, since he didn't do the hands, I didn't. I mean, I yeah. I know what which moment you're talking about. It's the moment when he's like, "Family is everything," and yeah, know, he like has like you know a part of his eyes missing off the suit. Um, it's the point whenever uh, the scarab was like, "I can no longer help you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We're yeah. about to die, homie. Yeah. yeah, He was getting his ass beat, and then Uncle throws something at him to distract him, and then he scoots back, and then he, I guess, thinks his uncle died. Bro, I thought and, homie
2: was out of here. I thought I, un- I don't know how he excited.
0: survived that. Honestly, yeah, I, so, I mean, I, I knew he, he would live, fine. but I was like, I, in real life, I'm like, ain't no way. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: you know like, I
0: if if I don't see a body, they're not dead.
2: Yeah, I agree, but it was just like, bro, he shot and blew up the entire thing you were standing on. But yeah. all right, and um, uh,
0: and then Jaime said, "Uh, now you got to die." Like, yeah, exactly. my Dude. dad and my <laughs> uncle. All right.
1: That was a really great fight scene. Like, he pulled out that sword, that long, broad sword. Yeah, like, he pulled out bro, the cloud
0: sword. The cloud that was sword. nice.
1: I thought the same thing. I was thinking the exact same thing. Bro, the cloud sword.
2: That, I'm not a Mortal Kombat guy, but that felt like when he dragged it across the ground, that felt like an intro to, like, Mortal Kombat tech yeah, or something. Game. Yeah, like, you about to fight, and so they show you, do your little intro move. He was like,
0: yeah, he was like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, that was, uh, Yeah, all... That whole thing, again, that's one of the best CGI fights I've seen. Yeah, I agree. It was very good. Yeah. And, you know, because we know that there's a third-act CGI fight. Like, that's what superhero movies are now. Right. But I, and I expected it to be just okay. Yeah. But it was very well executed uh, as far as the visuals. Yeah. So, yeah, I, now, it did lead me to one question. How, how do Jaime's powers work as far because you know the clamps, that's a like the staples that he would like yeah. pin people to the wall? That's that's pretty standard blue beetle right. stuff. The reason I asked that question is because he did the staples to uh Carpox, and then whenever he was like, Hey, I'm gonna spare you, they just disappeared. Yeah, I wondered about that too. And so are they how I that confused me?
2: I'm wondering if they're like just energy based,
0: maybe. And yeah, like, are they, are they hard light like the Green Lantern powers? He yeah. can just kind of make them appear and go away at will, right? Or are they hard and physical? I and thought
2: in the like comics
0: and even the anime, you know, I thought they were like hard, like, I, I thought they were too, like, yeah, I thought they were. Created, yeah. and th- like the suit produces them, is, yeah, and and that that's just what they are. Um, but I, that made me wonder, like, it what what are we, what is it? Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. It did kind of look weird. It looked more like majestic. It's like that's not
1: really what Blue Beetle is. Like, he's yeah, not, it,
0: it disappeared in like a dust whenever he yeah. decided, like, hey, I'm gonna let you live. And then right. they, they just kind of disappear. I guess wouldn't
1: it work the same way his wings does? Like, because like normally the wings aren't there, but then it's like they energy out when he's flying. But then he puts them away. be there that came that same kind of way.
0: Well, I would think that's still a part of the suit. Like that's like bioorganic uh, creation and like shape shifting almost. I would think mm. like that. That's how I see the wings is. There's because they're, st- they're attached to him, so they're still like. He's creating them and they are physical, and that's yeah. just what they are. Um, gotcha. and I again, I thought that because we see, you know, at the point where he's like one of his eyes is showing because like his suit has been all fucked up. So, yeah. like, I, I thought the whole thing was physical matter, like physical existence. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I don't, the, the fact that the staples just disappeared is is leading me to questions. That who are was some of,
1: do you guys know who like some of blue beetles like main villains are?
0: The reach Yeah, it's mainly just other yeah. beetles. Agreed. So like yeah, like my understanding, uh I don't know about Ted. I think that Ted's enemies were just whoever. I don't I don't know yeah. who Ted's folk were. Uh but for Jaime, whenever I've seen him, yeah, he's going against either, well, The Reach and other Beatles are kind of like unified. But yeah, he's either helping other people do things like he's a part of a bigger unit, or it's, it, and The Reach is a similar situation. Like it's, it's a bit, because The Reach is a, one of the largest scales of yeah. villain that's not like at the God level or whatever, like just kind of like like scrolls level, like very much, you know, like they, they're political villains Yeah, in that they will like gain the trust of the public and they will use a lot of manipulation tactics. And they are, they're one of those groups that's like everywhere and they're bigger than you think they are. And they are just too much and all that. So they're they're at that level, and yeah, so okay. that's that's who I have seen him up against because his scarab technically belongs to them, and so yeah. there's a situation where they pretty much like because the what I've seen is it will be a situation where he's free and then it's like they flip a switch and now the beetle is working for them.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what, what I've seen as well. Like, especially in anime shows. I'm reading one of the comics right now. Like, yeah, like there's times where like, you know, he's doing fine, but then the the reach will take over Kajida and like have him doing wild stuff, like start shooting <laughs> shooting innocent people, you know. Um and in the comic I'm reading, like Jaime's graduating. This is like I think he's graduating college and like he's fine, having a good time with his family, and then Superman shows up and is like, "Yo, like the reach is coming. Like, what, what are you gonna do about it?" He's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" You know, and Batman pulls oh. up and is like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Because you know they all know the level of the reach, like how how big it is.
1: Oh, we talked about that on a uh, comic book council, right? Was that the first? Yeah, issue we, we had? Yeah, that was one.
2: Yeah, our okay, comic okay, I, two, I remember I think. that. Yeah, Number that was the oh, one. Okay. That, yeah, and that was uh, – it was actually in an anime, anime style, so I didn't like the art. But the story was dope to where it was like he graduated and he didn't know, like, the reach. But, yeah, they were sending people down trying to, you know, take over. So it was, that's kind of, like Smith said, it's kind of – usually, at least Jaime's concerned is more, like, reach level. I think for Ted it was more, like, street-level stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I'm okay. pretty sure
1: anyways. So people I'm, can uh, can go check out the uh, Gentleman's Briefly Comic Book Council too to kind of hear about yeah. more about that comic, huh?
0: Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah, I'm not very familiar with Ted, and yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm not just absolutely familiar with Jaime, but I yeah. I know more about Jaime than Ted because again, Jaime is my Blue Beetle. Right. Like when I if somebody just says Blue Beetle to me, then Jaime is who I have in my head for it.
2: He reminds me of like the Mos Morales Spider-Man like like as soon as Miles Morales became Spider-Man he was in everything. He yes. was literally in
0: all all animated shows everything.
2: And and that's that's kind of how Jaime
0: was. Oh yeah, that's the treatment. Yeah, like Jaime showed up in everything that was happening at the time. Yeah, Jaime's in there. Right. And right. I support it. I mean, that's fine. I Same. I like seeing him and I I like him as a character.
2: Same. And I mean, the read, like we talked about the reach, all that stuff. It's just fun to see, right? Like their power set, all that stuff is fun. It's just really cool to see. And the designs and all that. And especially young Justice, like art style, that was like really
0: fun to see. Oh, so good. Um uh, highly recommend.
2: Yeah, I highly recommend.
0: Um now, I will say, um, yeah, like I Jordan, I think you asked this question earlier, but as far as the villain, um not great. Um I like the the villain's not gonna be any in any top lists. Oh yeah, for sure. Um she was really kind of just there. Like honestly, they didn't need that kind of star power Mm -hmm. for it. Like she just existed. Right. And I mean, she was just kind of general, terrible white capitalist. Yeah. Like that was that was her character. And um I mean, and, like, with a, with, with a splash of evil stepmother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I think that's what they told her to do. And uh, she did it. Right. But, yeah, like, I was not compelled. Yeah, by, she's pretty basic to me. You know, like, she she just, she, she existed was. in the movie. She, she served her purpose. She was there, but, yeah. I thought nothing. about
1: the way she got killed. That was probably terrible for her.
0: That was rough. Bro. Um, I thought we were just gonna watch him walk her into that fire. I thought that was gonna happen too. I didn't know he was gonna blow up. I thought he was gonna just walk her into the fire. No, I knew he was gonna because Jaime's suit was saying, like, he's about to explode, you should leave. Yeah, we, yeah, we need whenever. to fly. oh, PS. That's one thing that took me out of the movie. Whenever uh he had to like jump into the beetle ship and he like almost didn't make it or whatever. it was like you can fly.
1: Yeah, oh what are you that, doing? Yeah. That's that's true too. That, like, why, why
0: did he jump? I was like, what that, that took me out of the movie for a second. Like I had I was, to uh, I had to bring I that back.
2: That. I, I agree with that. Cause I definitely was thinking, why do you need to be in this? Why do you need to be in the ship? Like yeah. just both of y'all get up out of here.
1: Oh yeah, another thing away. that took me out, the CGI on the gum. That that oh, was yeah. that was that was pretty bad too. I mean but, uh,
2: yeah, I mean it, it's a silly thing. Yeah, it's, that was it's definitely more Ted cord. Yeah, that Blue was type stuff.
0: I think that's oh, yeah. why that didn't bother me because whenever she, I whenever she picked it up, I was like, "That's gonna be something stupid." You yeah.
1: know, it reminded me of like a like a knockoff James Bond weapon or something.
0: I think that's <laughs> what it was supposed to be making fun of. Yeah, I uh, uh,
2: I really, bro, I really love. One of my favorite scenes is the the bug, like when it lands You know what I mean? When it actually lands in the bad people's area in the, the fortress.
0: Yeah, and the, some of those people died. Like, there's a guy who got Stop stepped on. That, on. Dude. Bro, he's dead. that was wild. Bro, and they just him off the leg. I was like, "Oh, he's dead." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "God, yeah, you didn't do that, man, like that." Like, yeah, like he, that man didn't deserve that. Yeah, but, and yeah, and and one of the things that I said that was funny whenever. The scarab was like, we don't kill people. I was like, uh, that's bullshit. That scarab people yeah, so ready to lay mm-hmm. waste. Um, and I, I know that that's how it had to be because they had to, you know, serve the narrative of Jaime is, you know, pissed and grieving, and so he's trying to, you know, they had to do all that. But right. yeah, no, that scarab is ready to get lethal every yeah. single time. Time A's usually have to be like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, that's that's you're exactly it. You're like, at a 10. Let's bring it yeah. down to a three.
2: Uh, the scare was like, on default, is like, no, let's just murder the threat. Like, let's, yeah. let's just default. Like, and then,
0: yeah. One of the things. I another, guess that was
1: like the Spider-Man scene. That was the same thing.
0: Yeah. And one of yeah. the things that I thought was funny was whenever, uh, during the CGI fight, he did the instant kill move. Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, like I, I love those little those little tiny references.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely has yeah, like a couple of nice deep cut references, um,
0: and that's what yeah. James Gunn will give you.
2: You really will, uh, I, and that's why I'm excited to see where he, because I think he's gonna he could pop up in a bunch of different places in the in the um, DCU universe
0: moving forward under James Gunn. And the fact that Jaime was in everything at one point yeah. uh it's very possible that he might like he just might show up and stuff
1: yeah I, I want to see him interact with I want to see him interact with flash because I feel like they're oh, both yeah. around the same age I want to see them to interact with each other and just well, to be...
0: we're gonna see what flash's situation is moving forward because
1: yeah. true 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 that is true well so I want to see, I want to see him interact with some version of flash yeah, like uh, just, uh, just I'd love that. to
0: see. Yeah, like let's let's get him in there with Wally.
2: Oh yeah, bro, I can't wait to the bro him and just reading the comment like him and like <laughs> his talks with like Batman. Batman is like hella sus. Batman's like, nah, bro, you wearing an alien suit yeah. that you cannot control. Nah, bro, I
0: mean, you nope. just stay fifteen feet away. Yeah, Batman <laughs> is on not on my threat list at yeah, all Batman's times. not not trusting him. And yeah. and Batman, for a good reason, because the shit that the Reach does, that's the shit Batman's worried about.
2: Exactly. That's why, and, like...
0: And so Batman has every right to be skeptical because the thing that Batman is like, this could happen, absolutely happens.
2: Right. Because it's funny, because, like, Batman's relationship with Cord, uh, Ted Cord is more like, oh, okay, you're a gadget guy. Okay, cool. Yeah. We get it. Cool. We're the same. Yeah, we're okay. You know, like little, you know, real threat to me. Whereas when Jaime, he's like, oh, hey, buddy! Like,
0: yeah, you're wearing you're,
2: a, a death suit on you." No, I don't. I want no person.
0: You're a problem. Exactly. Be like Ted. Ted is just a, you know, great value version. of All of them. Who's yeah. a great value version of me, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. uh, I will
2: say, I hate when you say that. But he's a great, put some respect on Green Arrow's name. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is not a great value version of. Now they did, you know, make
0: some alterations to his Arrowverse. I will, and I'm joking, but yeah. in the Arrow, the, the Arrowverse, that's what they were going for, right? No, it was. It, they it very Batman, specifically. So made him a Batman analog. Yeah. And that's that's, that's why I say that. Because yeah. the whole billionaire playboy philanthropist who goes through some shit and then you know goes through training with the League of Shadows to then become the knight and vengeance and then to you know get to a point of I shouldn't kill people. So I won't. And then he yeah. You know, recruits a bunch of people to help him on his journey. He has uh, a young person that he brings in that, you know, had a troubled, had some troubles that they were going through, and so he brings him in, trains him, and now he's got them. He's got, you know, a right hand, black see, man, he dedicated. got a black man doing his dirty work. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's got a person in the chair, like he, yeah. like that's, that's what they. That's a good
2: comparison, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, and I think that's what I'm most excited for because, and we've talked about this in Dazian, but just DC has so many good characters to like, boom, 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 they just keep hitting you. Whereas MCU don't have that, but they're top tier ones they've executed so well to where it's like, oh man.
1: You know I don't what know I mean? said Oh, you know why I said? Marvel does have a bunch of characters. No, they, they don't. Know total. Yeah, they
2: do. You guys are barely you guys are in the in this you guys are pulling from the bench right now and people are like No, that's
1: that's no the stories are pulling from the bench. Nah, the are the he, it's not the characters, it's the stories. You're
2: pulling so. you're pulling Sherry You're pulling Captain Falcon, you're pulling Sean Chi. Like if it's, DC it's pulls the from the bench, it's like okay, green arrow, okay, booster gold, okay, like you know, and some, six, some of six green Man- lanterns oh, to cool.
0: choose from.
2: Yeah. Like, like dudes, they're pulling from the bench dudes who've had nine seasons of quality television. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas Marvel's like, all right, let's just, Captain Falcon's gonna be the leader of the Avengers. I'm just saying,
1: it uh, was when you've been around two decades, let let me know how it work out. Yeah, first of all, it's only been a
0: decade. First
1: of all, it's almost, it'll, it'll be almost two, uh, here before long.
0: We're at 15 years, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess so. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. well, almost two decades. Of course, DC just now can trying to get their stuff together. Which I will say, I am happy that this movie is doing not monetarily well, but like review wise, like I think it might yeah. it's this it's a good it's a good start to James Gunn's universe. And I just hopefully, hopefully they can continue with these next movies that they put out.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a good start. I think, like I said, I think word of mouth is really gonna help it. I think it'll have like some good legs, like second weekend, third weekend. It's in the theaters. That's,
1: I mean, that's the biggest thing. That second weekend is where it really has to show. Yeah, I agree. if it falls off that second weekend, they might as well go and forget about it. But if it, yeah. if it does equal equal to what it made this weekend or more, then they're, they're in good shape. But that yeah. second weekend fall off be something real.
2: Definitely is. I'm uh, hoping. I'm wishing. But the, the sucky thing is they can't really promote the movie, bro. Because during the strike. Like that's why you don't see interviews from the main guy, Jaime's uh, guy. Like they can't promote it like that. You know what I mean? So that that Hurt, to, hurt it also. But
1: I thought, yeah,
2: the timing is. I not thought,
1: bad. I thought it was as long as it was before. Wherever the strike started, they would still be able to talk about it, but they can't talk about any future project because they're already committed to the project. I, I read or today, they, or, they, or they just can't talk about it at all.
2: It's weird because I do see certain things that people are promoting and then that's that's it. But some reason or another, he he hasn't been promoting promoting it. But I'm sure there's a few interviews about it. It's just it didn't get the necessary like, you know, hype behind it, honestly. yeah, I'm
1: I'm telling you, I don't know if we should be keep promoting these movies, man. They're going to come at us one day. Say, hey, I, this podcast, we, we I watched strike. a
0: movie that came out and I talked about it, honestly, yeah. like I talked about it very sincerely, so I'm not a part
2: guys,
1: not of supposed, their, uh, not supposed
2: to, man. I'm not a part of the union. They ain't paying me.
1: See, this is, this is why we're nice. not big yet. Cause y'all not listening to the rules.
2: Yeah. Man. They can they can go by, and I've seen some podcasts been like, "Hey,
0: we're not going to do it
2: during this time." I'm like, "All right, do your thing, but yeah, y-
0: y- <laughs> yeah, y'all, 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 go and handle it." Yeah, y'all got that cover, Fit. But that's the thing: uh, the fact that this movie came out, and there are people that went and saw it, and we want this movie to be successful. There needs to be talking about it because exactly. podcasts like this are, you know, going to motivate people to go see it and whatnot. So. You know, hopefully that's a move in the right direction.
2: Because I I know people who haven't seen Guardians three yet, it's just because they were like, "Oh, Marvel
0: movies are getting lower." Eh. And I'm just like, "Bro, you got to go see it." You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, even because y- y'all know me well enough to know that even if I'm pretty sure a movie's going to be trash, yeah, if it if it's uh if it's in there, like if it's a part of the continuity or if it is based on stuff that I'm interested in, I'm probably still going to see it. Yeah. That is why I saw Morbius. <laughs> I will always go back to Morbius because that movie was terrible. Bro, we refused <laughs> to do that. Yeah, and you made the right choice. Yeah. Uh it was terrible. Yeah. I don't oh. know. I don't know how many different episodes of this podcast I have mentioned how terrible Morbius is, but uh that might be the thing that gets mentioned in the most episodes because <laughs> that movie is terrible.
2: It's morbid time. Uh,
1: Brennan, you're definitely right. So I looked, I'll just looked up. And according to the AP, um, the main character, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to say his first name. I, um, I want to say
0: Solo because they don't really have Z's in Spanish. So
1: all right. Well, we'll call him Solo. And if it's not right, that's uh, so blame Spencer. Yes, uh, but yeah, solo one. isn't he, he's not promoted because of SAG. He was like basically like it's terrible that you know it came out during this time, but he is sticking with it basically. He yeah, doing it for a good reason. But I guess the director is still uh talking about it.
2: Yeah, I think certain people are, but just not the main guy. Yeah,
1: dang that sucks
2: for real. yeah, definitely that, hurts. That, that
0: that hurts. Yeah, the timing is bad. And I'm wondering if James Gunn is going to take that into consideration moving forward.
2: Yeah. And I think, again, like monetarily, that's obviously the bottom line. But if they go, okay, this movie was rated way, way higher than Shazam's to Black Adam, you know, all these other movies, then okay, we're in good shape.
0: Yeah. yeah. Again, James Gunn hasn't given me a reason to lose faith in him right so um one thing that i thought was funny just as a thing uh jaime's uh wardrobe budget is gonna have to be crazy
1: oh yeah. oh the he, fact that he keeps losing all his clothes
0: yeah like he will he, he burns his clothes off and then whenever the scarab goes away he's butt ass naked yeah man
1: and
2: it was fu- bro it was violent the way that Scarab took his body yes. over.
0: Yeah. I've, I said that in the in the, in the yeah. synopsis. Yeah. It was violent. And the it's thing like... is, the family, the family gonna need some therapy after watching that <laughs> happen to him. Thanks. Man. Like, like... If you had to watch your child go through that and there's nothing you can do, like that would be terrifying. Yeah. But we basically, just get cooked. And, and then, then just... yeah, like it, like, cause even the point where it looked like there was like nanotech crawling into his mouth. Yeah. Like, you're right. Oh no, oh, oh no, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny. The uncle's like, he's possessed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I'll tell but, you though, uh, George's character, dude, he had me cracking up, like, yeah, I was just laughing at him. He was funny, man. I
0: mean, even whenever she got him a new truck and he was like, yeah, come over here and help me like this, <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly, like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he get, he had to kick the kick the truck to make it work, and then he kicked the computer to make it work.
2: Yeah, that's classic, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny. Classic uncle
1: stuff. Yeah. So wait, um, let me ask you then, because I mean, I already said so. The grandma thing that didn't bother y'all. She just pulled up with the big ass men in black I gun, and knew how to work it? it.
2: I loved it, bro. I loved it, bro. Was she was, it. She had a backstory. She had a, and she was like, "All right, we're going in this tunnel." Like all right, we going to the t- any questions. Yeah, was she was like, running the meeting. Yeah, like she was I love that,
0: strategist. Bro. Like and it wasn't like I, uh, she just the- pulled up randomly. Again, they yeah, usually
1: when she pulled up, it got me.
0: Granny is usually just the cool lady that ends up. Other than in Encanto, uh, Granny is usually just the coolest lady in the room. Yeah, um, like in Moana, we love the granny. In uh, Mulan. We love the granny. But yeah, granny's always just a cool lady. And yeah, and this granny was, uh, she was about it. And I loved that. And she was, I mean, she was about it in like a strong, we need to get shit done way. And then in like a stupid, this is absurd way. Because whenever she says to her granddaughter, like, hey, I understand what's happening right now. But uh now is not the time. Right. We I promise you we will make the time to grieve. But right now we we will mourn the dead when we have saved the living. Right. Is basically what she said. And that was a powerful moment. Yep. And then you know movie bullshit she comes out with the fucking mulcher. And then, yeah, that, that's, that's the part that got
1: me. She fucking pulled up with that big ass gallon gun. I'm like, all right, man, and that's thing. Now. That's it.
0: A... It had a trigger on it, so
1: it's like, well, why wouldn't she You know, that might probably like a good 40 50 pounds.
0: That okay. thing looked heavy. She didn't a...
1: carry something 40
0: 50 pounds, yeah. Like, Ted wouldn't need to make mm-hmm. a gun that's that heavy. Like, it, I'm sure it needs to be like, wieldable, that's right? If you do gonna have it, so because Ted's. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do, but like he was usually just kind of in tights. He wasn't in like a yeah. suit that enhanced his strength, really. Right. Yeah. No powers. So yeah, like he that like weapons were his thing. So I imagine he would have made that thing very user friendly. Yeah.
1: I uh I got the feeling. So when we got to see the father again um, in the great beyond. It reminded me of Coco when we first saw him, like with all the candles behind him, and mm, I thought that yeah. was like maybe an allegory for like um, all the past ones as you know gone before him. Um, but for some reason, it reminded me of Coco. Okay. I, can see that. I, don't, I, don't, I wonder if that was on purpose.
0: I can I see re- it. I called it the ancestral plane because that's what it reminded me of. And that was
2: a cool scene. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it was break it down. You got to go reach the scoop. Yeah, and, and then
0: cool. the. The fact that they actually touched fingers, I was like, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny yep.
2: to me. <laughs> with the fingers. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, yeah. Bro. That was that's, good. Uh, so yeah, that was absolutely a fusion. Ha.
2: Yeah. That, that was the, that's what I liked also. It was like they didn't, the movie didn't take itself too seriously. It yep. was like, all right, some of the stuff, which, you know, it is what it is.
0: And uh, we're gonna I have fun agree. With it. Like that's one of my favorite things that they did here.
1: Yeah. Um do y'all y'all want to get in rotten tomatoes or we uh got more to say?
2: What uh do we want to talk about ratings?
1: Did anybody oh, yeah, yeah, straight, yeah.
2: anybody's improve? Anybody decrease
1: anybody? Really? Um I mean honestly after talking about it, I thought I thought I was gonna go up to eight point five, but I think I, I think I'm good at eight. I think I think I'm good at eight.
0: I am also good at eight.
1: Sorry. I think Brandon. I, I'm gonna stick seven and a
2: half. It's a real quality score. Still, I really enjoy it myself. I'm gonna stick with seven and a half because I feel like I've had some other scores that are eights that I think are better. But I do. I had a really get really you I'm not gonna lie. I
1: thought Brandon was gonna get like a nine. I'm not even gonna lie. It's <laughs> <For> real. I <laughs> yeah. Walking out, I was like, he probably gonna give it a nine.
0: If Jaime had been younger, because you know Brandon loves a coming of age. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what. it is. If Jaime is. hadn't he graduated, like, nah, he already got his life decisions. Yeah, like, yeah, he he grown ass man. He ah.
2: yeah, he didn't really have to juggle much, right? He just kind of had to. He had a cute little girl like pull up, be like, mm. "Had
0: had Jaime had like a locker?
1: Oh yeah, so been <laughs> had a math book in his hand. <laughs> Brett like, oh, 'Oh, I'm all in.' Yeah,
0: yeah, that's funny.
1: But think about it; that would have been that have been fire.
2: Like,
0: but yeah, um, seven oh, and eight. a half. To Make him groan so that he could, you know, fuck with a CEO. That's true. That is true. Yeah. That's the oh, okay. Well,
1: we are now into the moments uh, where we play a Rotten Tomato game. So if this is your first time playing with us. Uh, Brennan and Spencer will try to guess what the critic score and the audience score is. I have both scores right in front of me and we play, you know, the closest to the bucket. So that means without going over, so whoever gets closest to a percentage without going over wins that round. Um, and just case people who don't know, um, Spencer is currently whooping Brandon in the overall scores for each of the uh, movies that we have done this year. It's close. So, uh, I mean the last one, like
2: some of them are like numerically close, like in our guesses. But yeah, at the end of the day, he yeah. wins.
1: Yeah. So um, I think who won last time Spencer you won the last time so we will let you start it off what do you think the tomato score is for the critics
0: um I will go 81
1: okay Brandon what do you think it is critics I will go 84 Okay, so currently, uh, as of this recording, there are 188 reviews, and the tomato meter is sitting at a 76% for the critic score. Ooh. So It's not terrible. Answer, it's, it's not terrible, but
0: I, I'd like it to be better.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm hoping the audience,
0: audience I think will be better. I, Based on how I felt about it, I am under that impression.
1: Right. So... Spencer, since you won that one, uh, let's—I'll let, give Brandon an opportunity. Brandon, how about you go for it this I don't time? Don't
2: give me no sympathy points. But uh, <laughs> all
1: right, uh, what do you think the audience score is? Audience,
2: I'm gonna go with that eighty. Okay, I'm
1: gonna go eighty-five. Okay, Spencer, what do you think it's at?
0: I think it's higher, uh, because I—I feel like the audience really like this movie um but also i haven't seen anything i i my heart is saying 91 i'm gonna go 91 because i think the audience liked it
1: okay so sitting at at one thousand verified reviews out of this re- recording um the audience score is sitting at a 92 percent what so, once again, Spencer wins, and Bro, that's really, that is that's really wild.
0: Good. That's a pretty drastic difference. That is a huge yeah. difference. But that the audience score doesn't surprise me, the The critic score kind of does, though.
2: How do you surprise me a little bit? Only because I think for most people, it's good. A to me means great, like a 92 means great to me. But who knows? You know, he, the, the rate could go down, could go up. Who knows? It was a good movies. Better
1: than it's better than The Flash. I uh, looked up The Flash scores and critics is sitting at 64 and audiences is sitting at 83%. Yeah. Okay. 83
0: feels high. Well. It does.
1: I, so uh, I have the initial I have the r- initial rating. So when we reviewed it it was at an 85 and so it actually dropped 2%. What was our score on those? Like what
2: did we rate those?
1: Uh we rate rated The Flash. Those Flash, uh, so I gave it a 7.5. Uh, Brandon gave a 7.5, and Spencer gave it
0: a seven. I feel like Blue Beetle's better, yeah. Personally, does that mean mean you're bumping it up to an eight, or
2: does that mean you were too generous? (laughs) Uh,
1: He he already locked in. I think I'm too.
2: I think I would move Flash to a seven if I had to rehash, but I mean, we'll do that at the end of the year, we'll rehash, but. Um, yeah, I definitely think Blue it was just a better, like, comprehensive movie but, it, overall. Uh, yeah, overall. And it, and it was more, way, way more, obviously, way more grounded. But yeah, yeah, okay. I well, took a... another L. Good, good to hear.
1: It's <laughs> a great start for the DCU, though. Um, in yeah. my opinion, it's a really good start. Oh, I agree. Here.
0: This is a good first movie. Um, and it, uh, yeah, I just agree. It's a good start.
2: Yeah, it's good. It's, it's definitely positive, and uh, and it's good that it's like a positive note for a character that isn't like in your top DC wise, like roster wise. It isn't in your top
1: five, but to have a successful he movie, definitely, I wouldn't even say he's top ten.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's not even probably
0: top twenty to be honest. But yeah, I was gonna say it, it's he's like I said, I think C tier.
2: Yeah, it's not. Obviously, it's not to the level of success the Guardians is, but in the way that, like, pulling from a random and you you came out with a W, like that's a win.
0: And yeah. the timing has a lot to do with that because if a, this movie had come out like a few years ago, yeah, it'd be yeah, talked it'd be about as yeah, I agree. as one of the best. So the the standard of superhero movie has changed so much. Right. And so yeah, like this is not a game changer by any means, but it's a good solid movie. And they need set. yeah. And I it's I fun ride. I'm under the impression that it will hold up well. I agree. And that's DC needs solid. And I think next
2: we have Aquaman is next. DC yes. I mean, you know, so. I think that I'm I'm excited for that one. The last one was good, so now
0: uh is uh What's her name in it? Mira? Is she still
2: Amber Heard? Yeah, oh. she's still she's still well, That's in a that? good question. I want to say she got re- recast. recast.
0: I was gonna say, like the Marvel would have absolutely kicked her to the curb. But right. we don't DC well,
1: we don't know because I mean Jonathan Majors.
2: But he wasn't accused of I mean sorry, well, he was he, accused of guilty. Yeah, he wasn't found guilty of anything. we Well was... at least but
1: she did what, was she found? Was she found like that? She did it before or after this was filmed? I
0: wonder. Because that yeah, was last I, year. Yeah, because that's the thing with with uh Actually, the Ezra like Miller year. stuff, right? I, that's that's why I'm asking because Damn. uh with Ezra Miller they were like, yeah, you're not gonna be in any future shit, but we've already right. we it's already true. got we already taped it, so yeah,
2: for some money though. These, I mean. Warner Brothers would definitely be like, all right, let's we'll be all right,
0: yeah. And I think that like again, Disney does not play that. Warner Brothers yeah. will play that,
1: yeah, yeah. I guess that was last year in June when we uh found out that you know Johnny Depp was good, yeah. So I don't know, I didn't. I forgot this movie comes out this year, yeah. yeah. And
0: we'll see if it does because it it has been pushed before, yeah. It so, yeah, may like,
2: get
1: pushed again.
0: I thought it was supposed to like I thought originally it was supposed to come out November twenty-two or something. Well, um, right.
1: if, if they push it back to 2024, it's gonna be rough because ain't gonna be no movies coming out next year.
0: Yeah. So well then uh we just going because we we had been review heavy lately. And uh, you know, the people are just gonna have to be okay with the fact that uh we're not going to be reviewing anything. It's going to be just games and fun times. Games and drafts, baby. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay, well, um, if there isn't anything else, anything, anybody got anything else to say about the movie? Tell the people go see the movie. Um, let us know what you thought about it in our Facebook group. Did you enjoy Blue Beetle? This is this a great start for DC? Uh, this new this new age of DC let us know we would love to hear from you so oh wait one that thing being...
0: that we oh one thing we didn't do that we normally do who was your favorite character in this movie oh uh, uh, yeah good point
2: um I gotta go Uncle Is it Rudy yeah Uncle Rudy
1: yeah. yeah I I would I mean I really like blue Beetle as well though but
0: I yeah I probably uncle, uncle Rudy yeah, you know, Uncle Rudy's it's,
1: favorite.
0: It's hard not to love Uncle Rudy. Um, I I think I'm going to have to go with the sister. Oh, she was good. She um, was good. Yeah, I, I want to say she's my favorite, but I don't... Yeah, I'm going to lock that in.
2: Well, that's a good choice. Yeah. And the good thing about this one... There's a few different like they gave a few different people some love, so you can
1: I mean you know and her emotional scene was really good. She she acted that really well. Yeah, oh, yeah. she did. With the dad dying and all that. Like, yeah. That was good. Her yelling, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And was they, good. yeah. She yeah, I think I think she's my favorite.
1: It's a good call. That's anything all. else. All right. We Gucci. Um, Would never duplicated. Always appreciate it.
0: And forever melanated.